But Patrick Burley, who's got a couple of runners today, has been good enough to find a few minutes and to take our call here on Midweek Meadows. Pat, good afternoon to you. G'day, how you going? Hey, we're excellent. There's, um, it's obviously a very busy time, and even as we're seeing in the last few days with the changing in metropolitan times of meets and all that sort of stuff, things are changing all the time. How, how are you finding this bizarre period that we're calling 2020? Yeah, just exactly that. It is a bit bizarre, but um, what else can we do? We've got to do the right thing and try and get over this thing. Now, uh, Pat, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, you obviously got a couple of runners in today. You had one in earlier, unfortunately, uh, didn't uh, feature in the final placings. But um, you've got two more later on uh, from this black and pretty line. Uh, race nine, Blacks and Prince has drawn the six box. Uh, what are your thoughts in that race? Oh, look, he, he's anything he does today, he'll improve on. Um, it's just more of an education thing than anything. Um, but look, he's fit, he's healthy. And he's got to learn the ropes, so he's here today to do that. And you've also got uh, Redzen uh, in race 11, uh, another one from this uh, black and pretty line from Blazing Bomber. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that one? Uh, yeah, look, he, he's going all right. He might be a little bit short of a gallop. Um, he was going all right, but then lost a toenail, so we had to scratch him from his last meeting, but uh, that's all healed up. Um, but, yeah, look, I think he'll run a cheeky race. Well, that's good for the punters to know. We like, I like hearing that. It's we like those words yes, on this show. Yes, we do. Uh, now, now, look, for the listeners out there, tell us a bit about your background, how you got into greyhound racing and uh, and what you love about it so much. Oh, well, I was born in it. Uh, and um, to be honest, it was something I was never going to do because it seemed like a hell of a lot of work. And um, But I fell in love with the dogs themselves. Um, and... You know, that's basically how I've been trapped for the last, well, for the rest of my life, basically. <laughs> um, and I, my wife and I, have, we do it together and we breed and rear our own. And, you know, we're not massive breeders. We only sort of breed one litter every couple of years. But, um, oh, look, we've had a little bit of luck over the years, but, you know. We're always looking for more. <laughs> what uh, What would you say has been the best dog you've had? I, I know you, you were in the Silver Chief one year. Uh, what would be the best dog you've had so far in your career? I'd say it would be him, black and cool. Um, that seems like an eternity ago now. But uh, he, he was one that we bred at home and we raced his mother, um, who I was given um, by... Uh, vet in Cranbourne named Des Fagan who's a friend of mine and uh, many many moons ago he rang me up and said he'd bred a litter and come over and pick two out and I picked Black and Cool's mother and uh, we raced her with a little bit of success as well so most, most people in the, line for us. Most people in the Cranbourne area would know Des Fagan well. He's a well-known <laughs> vet down that way, a greyhound vet, and uh, does a very good job. Uh, now, something I did want to touch on uh, that I was alerted to by our chairman, Eddie, who's going to be joining us later on from the Meadows, uh, your yep. daughter was uh, sung the national anthem at one of our big races a number of years ago. Uh, she did. Yeah, a couple of times she got the gig over here. Um, uh, one was on... The Australia Day Sprint Night, actually, yeah. and um, we were hoping for a bit of luck that night because um, Eddie had said to me when I walked in, if he wins this, he'll go straight into the Tem Lee, which I was pretty pumped about actually getting an invitation to the Tem Lee, but unfortunately he ran third. But my daughter, Ricky Lee, she sang beautifully. 
Ah, uh, very good, very good. Now, uh, tell us, obviously, you say you, you're talking about breeding a litter every couple of years and doing it as a family. Obviously, not every greyhound's going to make the racetrack. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do once they decide they don't want to be a race dock. Well, you do get them. You do get them. We had um, a little girl in this litter that um, originally we were only going to keep two out of the litter and we had someone ring up and buy two and we it sounds terrible but we weren't happy with their idea of rearing so we rang them back and said they're not for sale <laughs> and anyway this little girl she went away to be educated and i could see by the video that she wasn't it wasn't her bag so we brought her home and um you know she was just a lovely little girl and we took her up to get a pet check done at Seymour with Larissa and she passed that with flying colours and amazingly the next day my wife was at work and a lady come in and asked her about the GAP program and she said to her, it just so happens we've got a little girl at home that might be looking for a home. And um, so Deb walked around there and she met the lady and she's been there for months and months and months and uh, she'll be staying there forever, I think. Ah, fantastic. And God bless the GAP program as well. It is a, a superb initiative from Greyhound Racing Victoria. Pat, thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your time and good luck. We're going to keep a pretty close eye on yours. Uh, race 9, Blacks and Prince and Race 11, Reds. And so good luck for both of those this afternoon. Thanks very much for the call.